Welcome to the Live Treasure Podcast, brought to you by Treasured Ministries, where every week we coach you with steps of faith you can take today to change your tomorrow. And now, on to today's show. Hey there. You know, something um, that happened to me as I was on my road of learning what it meant to forgive as God was unraveling all the confusion that kept me from actually experiencing his remedy, um, which largely was not understanding the difference between what forgiveness and reconciliation was, um, is that God introduced me to uh, Dr. Carla Ross. And Dr. Carla Ross has been teaching on forgiveness for over 35 years. And right before COVID hit, I interviewed her. And when I interviewed her, she shared, she's come up with this roadmap through the acronym of GRACE to teach you how to walk through the process of forgiving others. And it's really, really great stuff. And so I wanted to replay that podcast for you. Um, So without uh, further ado, please welcome Dr. Carla Ross to our podcast. Carla, can you tell us a little bit about your background um, and how you came to teach on this topic? All right, sure. So I would say probably about, gosh, I guess it's been about 25, 30 years ago, I had a mentor that walked me through the forgiveness process. And I was an angry young woman. I had been hurt. I had hurt others. And I was angry and he walked me through the forgiveness process. And that was life changing for me. Mm. Um, I was finishing out my PhD at that time and I started teaching full time and I teach interpersonal communication, relational communication. Mm -hmm. And I was always so taken aback that most of the textbooks on relationship communication ended on conflict, <laughs> which mm-hmm. conflict management, of course, is important, but there's something after conflict that I think we needed to address. So because it had such a big impact on my own life, I started adding a unit at mm-hmm. the end of my classes on forgiveness. And I would have to say my students ate it up. It mm-hmm. was so powerful to them and thought provoking. And so um, that was kind of the start of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I then, I think I've been teaching or leading the classes at Hope Community Church for Mm -hmm. about 14, 15 years Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to do it um, in a Christian environment, which was thrilling for me. Mm -hmm. Um, But at that time, I also created a class at Meredith College on forgiveness. Um, So I have the academic background, and that's where I really began to study a lot of the work by Everett Worthington, who is like Mm -hmm. probably the most prolific scholar in the world on forgiveness. And he's also a Christian and has a wonderful personal and professional story of forgiveness. So I was very Mm -hmm. moved by him. Um, And I don't know, I've kept teaching the class. I kept leading it at Hope. It has Mm -hmm. grown Mm -hmm. (laughs) exponentially Mm -hmm. um, to over 100 people per class. And so um, it's grown. And it's obvious that a lot of people need to learn about forgiveness. And so, so, you know, I'm getting to my late (laughs) mid-years. And I realized I 
you know, how long will I be able to continue teaching these big classes? And so I think God's really led me to a place where, all right, we need to put this down um, in writing and in a manual mm-hmm. that will guide other people through it and that other yeah. people can use in small groups Yeah, um, and just to pass it on. Why is it? And I love that you're telling the why. You know, why is it important for us to forgive? Well, mostly because we're commanded to forgive, Mm -hmm. right? In Ephesians, Mm -hmm. God tells us, forgive as I have forgiven you. And God is so smart. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. part of the reason I have such a passion for this is because I've seen the freedom and the peace and the I don't know, the trust and everything and the gratitude that comes from when we're able to forgive and we're able to accept God's forgiveness because then we're most likely to pass it on, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're commanded to forgive and God has very good reasons why he commanded us to forgive. I mean, it's a broken world and we get hurt and we hurt other people and he had to you know, plan something to help us dig out of this yeah. <laughs> broken place. Yeah. And so he forgave. He died on the cross for our mm-hmm. sins and mm-hmm. showed us how to do it and said, now you go and do it. Yeah. Yeah. And so that gives us everything we need to deal with the broken world in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, this is where the research gets really, really interesting about why we need to forgive. I mean, there. I mean, you know, not following God's commandments, there's terrible consequences. Mm -hmm. And when we don't forgive physically, it can make us physically ill. Wow. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, there's so much uh, research now on how repressed anger um, leads to so many illnesses. Mm -hmm. Most likely now they're connecting it to arthritis. And we have an epidemic of arthritis. Yeah. Or repressed sadness and grief leads to skin disorders. Wow. Um, You know, I mean, I could go on and on. There's Mm -hmm. so much good research on just physically what Mm -hmm. happens to our body when we don't forgive. Yeah. So for our physical health, you know, we have to forgive. And God knew that. We needed it. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And... That is such a great point. Um, right. So that we're commanded to forgive, but also forgiveness is is good for us. It's for us yes. that God told us to do it because exactly. because he he didn't want us to hurt. Um, right. So and, and so yeah, that's also the mental, mm, you know, health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we have just an epidemic of depression and anxiety. Yeah, We have such difficulty dealing with all these strong emotions. And when we forgive, we deal with these things and we bring them into the light and we heal. And then we can pass that on. I think I felt a lot of frustration for a long time because the I would hear, we'll just forgive. And the Bible says to forgive. Um, mm-hmm. but it would frustrate me. And I think that part of that frustration comes from not really knowing what forgiveness is. It, it, right. It's like, well, we know, but do, you know, what is it, what does it really mean? And, um, right. and just talking to, 
for example, a lot of women who have walked through um, sexual abuse or abusive uh-huh. situations, does that mean yep. that I just, you know, walk back in? And and so right. can you can you unpack for our audience, what does it mean to forgive and why okay, well, we're so is, confused? Yeah, this is a big one. So God did command us to forgive and it takes one person and I believe with God's strength to forgive. It doesn't require anything from anybody else. And he wants us to do it for our own well-being and those around us. Right. Mm-hmm. But what we often get forgiveness mixed up with is reconciliation. Mm-hmm. And for certainly for people who've been through very traumatic things, I think Satan uses this misunderstanding and this confusion to keep people from forgiving. Mm-hmm. So many people say, well, if I forgive, then I have to reconcile, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not, those two don't go together. Um, mm-hmm. God commanded us to forgive, but he didn't command us to reconcile. He said, if at all possible, live in peace with everyone. Like in Romans, right? Mm -hmm. Now, he does talk about reconciliation, but um, when I was in seminary, I did a whole Greek word study on the word reconciliation and Mm -hmm. all the ways it's used in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And for most is God's reconciling his people to himself. Mm -hmm. But there's two passages in the Bible that talk about reconciliation reconciliation between people Mm -hmm. one is where the brother's at the altar and go and forgive and then come back with your offering in Matthew Mm -hmm. and then the other ones where it's talking about marriage and reconciliation and marriage and it says go be reconciled with the husband of your youth in Corinthians Mm first Corinthians Mm -hmm. both of these words are different than all the other words reconciliation used in the Bible and these two cases meant Mutual change. Mm. Wow. So when we're being reconciled to God, he doesn't need to change. We Mm -hmm. do. Mm -hmm. But when it's between two people, it means mutual change. So what this means that's very powerful is that reconciliation takes two people. You cannot Mm -hmm. reconcile with somebody by yourself. Wow. You can forgive them. and, And we are called to do that. Mm-hmm. But we can't reconcile by ourselves. So it, it, these are two separate processes. And certainly, ideally, it would all happen. But we're commanded to forgive for our own good. Right. And reconciliation isn't always appropriate. Wow. That is a powerful distinction. Right. And, and what's so sad is that because we've confused those two processes, many people won't even forgive. And so they're stuck. Mm-hmm. 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 So, so when you're saying that we get confused about it, it's the confusion in place with the reconciliation versus forgiveness. Well, that's part of it. You know, mm-hmm. I, I used to start my classes with a definition But I got to where there's so much information about what we confuse forgiveness with. And so, of course, like anybody, I start at the dictionary, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And the dictionary says, you know, to let be, to let go, you know, it has all kinds of descriptions there that are good. And then I said, 
and actually even um, at Meredith College, I remember some, somebody said, well, is there anything else you can call it besides forgiveness? Because <laughs> mm-hmm. that's such a religious word. Mm-hmm. So I went to the thesaurus, and the thesaurus said everything that forgiveness is not. It was like yeah. to forget, to pardon, uh-huh. to uh-huh. justify. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is all the things that forgiveness is not. No wonder yeah. we're so confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we have to dispel all those myths and misunderstandings so that we can move forward with what it is. Right, right. Okay, so then in the moving forward, mm-hmm. what are the steps? Okay, so this is where I really gained so much from working with Dr. Worthington because he's been for years, you know, since the 70s doing forgiveness research. And he developed a model called REACH. It's an an acronym REACH for each of the steps of forgiveness. Mm -hmm. And then he has also done a lot of research on the effectiveness of each of these steps. And so have some other scholars. So I've collected all that Mm -hmm. and I've kind of, you know, of what they showed the most effective steps for people going through forgiveness was. And I've kind of come up with my own little twist and my acronym is GRACE. And each of these is the important steps to forgive. And so we're doing research to show how much a person changes when they acknowledge each of these steps. So it's really exciting. Awesome. Yeah, so my GRACE and acronym, just kind of the short and sweet of it, um, the G is for getting it, what it is. This is what I talk about. All right, what is forgiveness? Um, why do we need to do it so much? Because we, we need some motivation to do this. It's hard to forgive. And for most of us, we never feel like forgiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so we have to kind of start there with most people. And then um, the R is redefining forgiveness. So this is where we go through what it's not. It's not reconciliation. It's not condoning somebody's behavior. It's not pretending nothing happened. You know, it's all we go through redefining what it is so that we can move forward on what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the A is to acknowledge the hurts Um, that you've experienced. And we have to often put these into words and tell Mm -hmm. our story. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I actually make people write letters in my Mm -hmm. um, classes to the people that have hurt them. Um, And so writing that all out is just, you know, a way for us to vent. So, so and is that sort of like, you know, think like, okay, what is the loss? Like, like for yes. the woman that I talked to, yes. like even saying things like, you know, that that I'll never have a 60, 60th wedding yes. anniversary and saying yes. and that the the offense is what happened, but it's how it's affecting me. Yes. So not only do I write the hurts, but I write the consequences of that to me. Uh-huh. So that's to exactly me. what you're talking about, that, yes, this event happened. But I'm living with it every day because now I've lost a dream. Um, I won't get to celebrate that anniversary Mm -hmm. and and all the other losses that come with sin. 
Yeah. We, we do have to grieve that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to ask you another question on this, too, because um, because I've, um, uh, with, with this writing this out, uh-huh. this is something, like, you're you're not sending this letter, right? Oh to, no, no, yeah, no, don't no. yeah, don't send the letter. So I wanted That's to right. point that out. Please, but yeah, don't send, don't send the letter. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and no, we destroy the letters after. So, so yeah. there's no way. Yeah. So you know, but that so we um, have to get it all down. And, and I out. I think that um, I think that for a um, a lot of women, um, you know having the freedom to know that this is between you and God and that uh-huh. your hurt is valid with him. Yes. Do you know what absolutely. I mean? So because you you're not your tears. if if my friend went to that um her ex-husband and said you stole that I mean he right. I'm sure would not validate that or try to make her feel like she was a crazy person for feeling that. Right. But right. if you're not validating it with the Lord, which he right. understands. And it doesn't yes. matter like what you've been right. through because Hebrews 4, 14 tells us that, you know, that, that Jesus has felt it all. He's felt rejection. Right. He's, he's felt all of that. And so when you, you, this is an exchange between you and God. And, yes. and oftentimes we will push those losses down uh-huh. Because right. we're still looking at wanting that other person to validate that. Yes. Um, and they may never. Yeah. And hey, and hey, if, if is this correct? If I can get that person to validate it, then I can remain a victim, a slave yes. of that yes. person for the rest of my life. Exactly. Okay. I am having light bulb moments all over the place, <laughs> Carla. <laughs> all over the place. This so absolutely, you, and, and that's the importance of talking about the consequences because I'm going to decide to let this go, and that's between me and God, and I will experience so much freedom from that. And one of the things we talk about that forgiveness is not necessarily, which I actually grew up thinking I had to do this, was that if you forgive somebody, you're supposed to go and tell them. Yeah. But do you know how destructive that can be sometimes? <laughs> Why is you that? You could go to that Well, you can go to that person and say, "You know, I forgave you for what you did that hurt me." And they'll be like, "I didn't do anything. Uh-huh. I don't need your forgiveness. Who uh-huh. do you think you are?" Yeah. And it can actually <laughs> tear you even more apart. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So this forgiveness is for our health and godly love for people. And it doesn't necessarily get communicated to the other person. Yeah. And that's. I mean, if somebody asks for it, we certainly do. Yeah. But sometimes that's not part of the process. And it's, it's not going to be emotionally safe. Because it, right, exactly. it, it, may, it may not be emotionally safe. Like right. I, I have friends that we, you know, are open with each other. This hurt my feelings and this is why. And, uh-huh. you know, so you have those close friendships where it's emotionally right. safe. And those are yes. good, healthy friendships. But exactly. the, if, But if that person doesn't validate the hurt... Right. Then they can make it even worse. It, it would make even, it even worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And so the forgiveness again is is that exchange that you have with God to get your heart right. Yes. 
That's and right. So those wounds. You can be as honest as you can. And I think this too, I think for me, Carla, that, mm-hmm. you know, work has always been my escape. And uh-huh. so why think about it? Don't think about the bad stuff. Just right. pour myself into writing or whatever. And then I don't mm-hmm. think about it. I don't process right. it. But it's but it's still there. And right. until you acknowledge it mm-hmm. and be okay with and just be, you know, you know, don't worry about is this a silly right. hurt or am I being no. too sensitive? You Nothing get it out on paper. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, and, okay. and you know, you've got to cleanse that wound. You think about when you get a wound, you've got to clean it first before it can heal properly, right? Yes. Well, our internal wounds are the same way. We've got to clean them out yes. before they can heal properly. If we leave anything in there, it festers, it can get infected, and it can be worse. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've got to bring this to the light. So yes. it can heal. Yes. I love it. I love it. Okay. A, got right. it. Acknowledge it. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. Then once you've done that, um, I lead people through a whole process of the C, which is casting away. Mm-hmm. So I am taking all of this, um, my unfinished business, my dirty laundry, my hurts, the consequences, and I am now going to decide that I am giving them to God to take care of. Mm-hmm. I am no longer in charge of this. I'm no longer going to dwell on it and hurt from it and react to it. So we go through all kinds of things. We take those letters, and I have these big, humongous red markers that smell. I mean, you can get high smell of these things. Oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> so, so, like, I'm trying to appeal to everybody's senses so that mm-hmm. they will remember I made this decision to forgive and let this go. So then the future, when it tries to come back and Satan tries to remind me, I'm like, no. I forgave it. I yeah. chose to let this go. So we write all over their letter, mm-hmm. forgiven and the date. So today we'd say forgiven, January 20, what is today? The 21st, 22nd? Mm-hmm. 21st. Yep. 2020. And so we write that all over, and it's amazing how it looks like God's blood all over it. <laughs> wow. I'm getting chills. Yes, it's very powerful. Mm -hmm. And then we take those letters and we burn them Mm -hmm. because you cannot, once you've let this go, you can't take it back. And so you watch that letter burn, you know, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Mm -hmm. God will remove the sin as far as the east is from the west, right? Yeah. We no longer have to cart this around. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we do all of that. I even give them a stone sometimes that they write something on it and they will Uh go cast that Uh as far from themselves as they can. So many experiential things so that Uh I will remember when Satan tries to tempt me to go back down those rabbit trails. Uh Like, nope, I let this go. God's got it now. I'm not going back down that trail. That's so powerful. And I... I love the fact that you brought up the enemy will tempt you to either uh-huh. go back down the rabbit trail or right. or I think, too, something that I've experienced is she'll say you really haven't forgiven them because right. you're upset again. But is yes. that is that the part of 70 times 7? Do you know what yes. I mean? Like, okay, yep. 
then you say, no, yep. I let that go. And I'm yep. not walking down the road with you. You know what I mean? Like right. I'm not, I'm not taking the bait because yep. I have applied. I've cast it away. Yes. I've cast it away. That's and I, right. And I love the idea that you have about doing a visual because uh-huh. all over the Bible, you see God calling his people to create visual reminders. When the yes. when the Israelites crossed the Jordan and he yep. said, you know, build build the memorial inside of yes. the Jordan River. Okay. Yep. The um the whole idea of Passover, that visual right. reminder of how God freed uh, freed the Israelites, and then today for us, the communion, we're, we're free from their yep. sins, okay? That's right. So, so these, these, and we need these, constant reminders. Yes, yes, <laughs> and, and what I always tell people um, when, you know, when I'm teaching about this concept, we need visual reminders because uh-huh. the enemy is always trying to remind us. Yes. And and what I'm what I'm understanding and I'm so excited is that the the enemy I mean not excited the enemy does this but excited because I feel like I'm learning more about forgiveness which is wonderful but right. so the enemy will come and put shame on you and say you didn't yes. forgive and you can exactly. say no I cast yep. that out and yes. you might be tempting me to and I might really mm-hmm. want to walk down this road, like right. just like how somebody might get tempted to look at pornography or do, and you yes. can say no. Exactly, I'm not it's doing start it. Start with your mind, right? Yeah, yeah, I have I'm to not make doing it. A very conscious decision. That's why we have to constantly renew our mind. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I love it. I love well, it. At first, it'll be moment to moment, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then it can be day to day. And yeah. then as I grow stronger and more secure in God's promises, then week by week, then month to month. And, you know, it's wild that people look back and say, oh, my gosh, I haven't even thought about it in three months. I used to get up every day and that was my first thought. But now it has receded. <laughs> It is yeah. no longer dominant in my yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. And so that's the process, right? But Satan does not want us to forgive. Yeah. He knows the power of forgiveness, and he's going to do whatever he can to stop it. Yeah, yeah. And I even think, like you were saying before, like using the shame of, well, mm-hmm. you're not reconciled with that person, or hey, right. like you might not even like that person. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Exactly. I mean, like that person might drive you nuts. And you, yes. but it doesn't mean that you have to be best friends again. It doesn't right. mean any of that. It means it's about your heart yes. towards that person. It's clean and it's free. Clean and free. Clean and free. I love you for teaching all this and I love this okay all right okay so okay. C's cast away That's the C, right? okay and so. then E is I'm having a hard time putting this in my the words I want to but Dr. Worthington uses empathy mm-hmm. but I, I think for people who've been very traumatic through traumatic things to ask them to empathize with the perpetrator is I don't know. That, that's hard. And so what I've come to is not empathy so much as equality and culpability. 
Okay. Because when we don't forgive, we are judging. Wow. But all of us fall short. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Not one of us Mm -hmm. is exempt. And so after you've been through this process, you begin to see, hey, we are all sinful. We all might make mistakes. And I might even be able to look at the person that hurt me so much and say, you know what? Had I been in their same shoes and had their same experiences and background, I would be capable of that as well. Yeah. yeah. And so it, it gives us God's eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and as we move forward as a more forgiving person, you know, we're so thankful of what we've been forgiven for. Yeah. And we very much out of gratitude want to give that to other people. Yeah. And, and yeah. so that's what perpetuates this whole process, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. I, I've seen people go through the whole process, and this one stumps them up because they're like, oh, I would never do that. I could never forgive them. And then I'm like, well, then you're stuck. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you're stuck mm-hmm. because all of us are capable of terrible sin. Yeah. And until we can really register that at a deep place, you know, we're going to continue to judge people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so that, that in developing the forgiving spirit, this is the place we've got to come to. And I love the fact, you know, about the empathy part of it and kind of shying away from that because um, because I think a lot of, I talk with a lot of women who've walked through abuse. Yes. And, and a lot of times a woman will find themselves, um, enabling abuse. Yes. And then when they finally get away, I think that with, with the codependency and with all that can go along with that, there's a confusion between empathy and enabling and, and to know that God set, I mean, God tells me no, Carla, do you know what I'm saying? Like God sets boundaries Right. The very first thing he did, right, in the Garden of Eden was to set a yes, boundary. Yes, exactly. And, and he did that. <laughs> he did that. Well, yeah, exactly. know it in my the head. Tree. But when, you know, when the hurt comes, <laughs> I got to go. But but so, but so he did that out of uh-huh. love for us. And right. so if you have an abuser uh-huh. enabling, getting in the way of their consequences or not, or not setting boundaries... Right. Does, is not loving that that right. you know, and so making that distinction between that that yes. empathy is not the same as enabling. It's right. It's that heart. Like you hope the best. Like you hope that your offender changes and right. and changes their life. And um. Uh, but the but but that acknowledgement of that we're we're not really the judge and right I'm not, and we can have compassion yeah yeah for them as god had compassion yeah yeah for all of us sinners right yeah yeah so that's how god softens our heart yeah yeah and i think we have to come to that and it's really interesting that you brought up boundaries because i i don't end a class 
So I do all of this forgiveness training, right? Mm -hmm. And then I end the class, which is out of this model because it's actually another Mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. It's more toward reconciliation. One of the first things we've got to do once we've done this is set new healthy boundaries because God does not expect us to forgive and walk back into abuse. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and a lot of people think, well, if I forgive, I just have to go back and put up with it. Mm -hmm. No, that is not what God's calling us to do. So I think we could take a whole other class on boundaries then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, and and like you said before, it's keeping people stuck from forgiving because they think if if I forgive, then I have to Uh be in a relationship with this person and I, I have to... Just wink like, you know, I mean, even maybe picturing like this, uh, you know, a bully that beats you up and God is just saying, well, just let it go. I mean, you know what I mean? But it's it's your heart and you're forgiving them, your heart attitude towards them and really a shift of faith. Like, okay, that was stolen from me, and I acknowledge that, but now I'm going to release you from the responsibility of repaying that so I can receive from God, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. And then what God does with it all is he takes all this messiness, and he, he honors the fact that we forgave and followed his command, and he uses that for you to serve other people. And it's almost like we come full circle in this forgiveness process. Like, what is that in the Old Testament? He says, I will replace the years that the locusts have eaten. And he gives you (laughs) so much. I mean, that's why I do this work. Yeah. I mean, you know, God has done so much for me. He has forgiven me of so much. And the fact that I'm a messy, messy person, but God's using me anyway, despite that, is amazing. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's awesome. That's awesome. So that's, you know, it, this is so worth it. It is so hard, Yeah. but it is so worth it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So here we are, women, and we're going to get wounded in this world But Mm -hmm. God's given us a remedy, and I pray that this teaching today from Carla has given you more light, more understanding about that truth so that you can walk in it and shed all that weight to become free to be who God created you to be. Thanks so much for listening in today, everybody, and thank you again, Carla, for your time. It was awesome. You're very welcome. All right. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you.